Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Glenn Jones, and we're talking about Upper Cumberland history. Today, I have with me on the chat, Paula Stover. She's the director of the Overton County Museum in Livingston. How are you today, Paula? I am good. I am good. Can we start this with um, some of the history of Overton County, early history, kind of whatever pops up in your mind? A lot of people kind of wonder when it was established and, and all that kind of just a little segment about that. Overton County was established in 1806. It was taken from Jackson County, and it extended a lot further than it did now, but they kept forming other counties. We took in part of Morgan County, uh, a little bit of Roan County, some of Cumberland County, uh, Putnam County, Pickett, Clay County, uh, Fentress County, but 1806 is when it was established. Where was the county seat at the very beginning? It wasn't Livingston, was it? No. The first county seat uh, and where they held the first courts in Overton County was in Monroe, which is north of Livingston. And that was about the center of the county at that time, but after Pickett County, because Overton County extended all the way to the Kentucky border until Pickett County was formed. So it was big then. I (laughs) understood that White County was taken from Jackson the same time. Yes, same they year. were formed the same day. Oh, I didn't exact know same day, eighteen and uh, was that September first, I think, uh, in eighteen oh six. Yes, White County, and, and they they met at White Plains, where the White Plains Plantation is, and all good. That's so, where White and Overton County met. So that's where it came together. Yes. So before Overton and White were taken from Jackson, Jackson must have been a huge county. It was. And it was formed in 1803 from Smith County. So Smith County was big. So um, Moses Fisk and all of that, um, tell us about Moses Fisk. We knew he was an important person, got a school and all that. What do you know about Moses Fisk to tell people? He was educated in... He was born and educated in Massachusetts, I think, in New England. and But he was here well before the county was formed because when he, he already had a school established in Hillham in 1806. And the day that Overton County was formed, he chartered his school. He entered it into the books. So it was already in operation. So it's chartered into the Overton County. Yes. Uh, Yes. Minute books, I would imagine. And Overton County is one of the lucky counties that even though our courthouse did burn right after the Civil War, a few months after the Civil War, there's some, I think it's some renegades from Kentucky that burned the courthouse. But the guy that was in charge of the records had hidden them off of the square under his house. So we have all of our original land deeds, most of our original court records in our archives. That's actually amazing. It is. It really is because most of the other counties have lost theirs or thrown them away. You mentioned the archives. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Um, So Moses Fisk, he built roads and all that stuff. Yes, he was a surveyor and land speculator, um, built what's 136 now from Hillham to, uh, well, it connected with the old Walton Road at that time in What's in Putnam County now? In Cookville. Yeah, Moses Fisk was a very important person he way was. back then. He was. He established the girls' school. Um, that was the first girls' school, I think, west of the Alleghenies. 
uh, which was unusual for here. We're speaking with Paula Stover, who's the director of the Overton County Museum, and she's been talking about early history of Overton County. What else is about Moses Fisk? He was kind of a, there's a lot of his descendants that live around by different last names. There's a few Fisk that's around, too. But he was a unusual man, and he wasn't a young man, I don't think, when he married. And he met his wife. She was very young, and she was unschooled, just a pioneer girl. What was, un- what was unusual about her name? I can't remember what her name right now. I cannot re- recall her name. I do know it. Um, but he sent her away to be educated and to make a lady out of her. And then when she finished up with her, I don't know, he sent her back east or somewhere to be educated. And Well, tell us about the Overton County Museum. You've been around doing it pretty much when it started. I have. I've been there from the beginning. We started working on it. Probably first in 1999, it was started by the Overton County Historical Society, and we contacted Humanities Tennessee, which has been wonderful to us. Um, They came and worked with us, sent us to workshops, um, let us know what we were doing when we didn't know what we were doing. I don't know. You look like you've done a pretty good job. It used to be the old jail, correct? It was the old jail. We have two floors. We have oh, we have got some good exhibits. We have a lot of uh, – the people in the State Museum will say Overton County has a lot of stuff. We do have a lot of stuff. And uh, Well, I try – every time I get to Livingston when it's open, I try to visit the museum. Every time I go, there's something totally different. Mm-hmm. I encourage everybody to come out there and see it. Uh, later on, we'll tell when it's open. Uh, tell us some about one of your favorite exhibits that you have at the museum. One of our, the last exhibit, I guess, and, and it's been up for a long time. It's time to change that one out. We decided to, we were researching uh, Revolutionary War soldiers, veterans, that had finally come to this area to settle which there were no white settlers during Revolutionary War time, but when they started getting land grants and land speculators were getting money and they were moving west, the government wanted to expand lands to the west, so they started moving into our area. And I thought we would find 20, 25 men. We found 50. We've found two or three since then. But there's 50 Revolutionary War Veterans that settled and made their home and died in. Are they all buried in Overton County? Some of them are in Pickett, Clay, Fentress County now. But at the time that they lived there, and most of them when they died, it was still Overton County. So it was still Overton County at the time? Yes. Do you have pictures of any of them? No. There's a few paintings of some, but no, not really, because most of them died before they were doing photographs. Right. Um, and it's hard to get pictures of yes. Revolutionary War soldiers. Yeah, um, that's pretty amazing, 50 of them. Yeah, and we have all their pensions. Well, we proved that they fought before we even used them, and we put together a book out of this. I pulled my sister into it, and she started researching. And So we'll talk about that book. We're speaking with Paula Stover on the chat, and we'll be right back. 
I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Paula Stover. She's the director of the Overton County Museum, and we've been discussing the Revolutionary War soldiers that her group has put together, and I think they got a book. Yes, we do. We sell it at the museum. We just turned it over. My sister and me did the book. All their pensions are transcribed and in there. Uh, Their pensions tell what battles they were in, so we wrote up a synopsis of the battles and there's things on women's role during the revolution um african-americans during the revolution there's a lot of lot of information in the book so you and your sister authored this book yes so you're an author too i am i've authored several books got all kinds of talent the um about you you mentioned the revolutionary war there's some very important person that's the first of vietnam what's what's the story on that yes the first there's controversy over that of what but the first american soldier killed in vietnam was uh davis uh he was from livingston he was killed before most of the soldiers were there fighting in the war he was with some kind of reconnaissance or something and uh Yes, and we have his, uh, there was a funeral pall, and it's huge. It fit over his casket. It's made out of glass beads and wire that the Vietnamese people made, and they sent that home. Uh, And we have that on exhibit at the museum. It's on loan from the state museum. You have uniforms and everything, don't you? Yes, we've got a lot of uniforms, yes. Do you have his uniform? Yes. I thought you did. That's really amazing. Uh, What other military things do you show at your exhibits at the museum we try to show them all we start with the revolutionary war and then um we 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 covered them all uh not much on the mexican-american war but we did have some soldiers in that and we do have the information of the ones that we can collect on that and then uh we've got a room of civil war uh, world war one uh Spanish-American War, we don't want to forget it. Most people forget it. Of course, it was it lasted about three or four months, but we had some men in it, and I've got some good stuff on that. And some of our men helped build the Panama Canal, and it's got some new stuff on that. So you have artifacts of the Spanish-American War. We have some good pictures. Oh, that's we good. We have some pictures, and, and some of the men's, uh, their records and pictures of the men that were there. Yeah. And then a big section on World War II. Yeah, when I was there, I remember the military section was really, really put together, you know. A lot of people especially come to see that. It honors the military, you know, real good. Yeah, uh, I I was intrigued with your medical exhibit. That was, we've we've got some good medical equipment. Uh, There's one of my neighbors that I've almost always known, uh, her grandfather died in 1911 and we have his she had his medical instruments in her basement she brought them to us she doesn't have any children so we have them there's some good instruments from way back then yeah um, when you go through it's in a jail cell but i mean it looks like a a little small hospital or doctor's <laughs> mm-hmm. office mm-hmm. got little the little medical uh cabinets that they stored there equipment and medicines in a doctor's office we have two of those got the first operating table that was in livingston it was in the hospital mm-hmm. what hospital where was it the same hospital there is now no 
and it was before the Lady Anne Hospital that was there. It was established in 1939. Yeah, we're speaking with Paula Stover, who's the director of the Overton County Museum, and we've been talking about the medical exhibit she has on display at the museum. We have several of the the doctors, midwives that serve the communities. We have pictures of some of the midwives, uh, several, all the old doctors that were there way back before modern medicine. When I remember what I saw, it even had a scale where you laid the baby on. I yes, mean, the way the baby. You have everything in that medical display. Operating table, you said. What yes. else? Was there cabinets? What? what all? There, the old medical cabinets. Uh, we, me and one of the other volunteers several years ago, one of the dentists in Livingston, said he had two that was in the basement under his building. When we got over there, it wasn't actually a basement. It was a dirt floor, but it was big enough for us to stand in, and those had been put down there years before. They're wonderful, but they were so heavy, we had to bring them out a little bitty hole. <laughs> And brought them to the museum, but they're great. Did you have to paint them? or they, they no, were that good they cleaned them up, and they're as original. Well, there's so many things to see at the Overton County Museum there in Livingston. Uh, you have an exhibit on coal mines. Yes, we do. In their basement, we have an exhibit on the coal mines in Overton County. Uh, we have an exhibit on the shirt factory, which was the main industry in Overton County at one time. Um we have farm equipment. We've got a section, uh, one big room that's set up. It's kind of like a log cabin with a floor and fireplace, et cetera. And then another section that is So that shows like a barn. what early pioneers. And we have an outhouse. We also have an outhouse down there. Is it a real one that was used? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, was, it was just built, but it shows people what the outhouse looked like <laughs> so young people that aren't aware of how people had to live they can go to this museum and see the what yes. early pioneers lived like yes and that's inside too it is so there's lots of things there at the museum um the coal mine what does that exhibit consist of we got a lot of pictures um dale welch from the museum in monterey had uh, shared some pictures with us uh, they're, but they're Overton County guys and Overton County mines. Uh, got some things on the strike that happened in the 20s, 30s, 30s, I guess, is when the strike was. Well, they had they had one that was a riot, too. Is yes. that the one you're talking about? Yes, the National Guard. Uh-huh. That was in the 20s, I guess. Uh, yes, they had to call the National Guard. They blew up the train trestle and, yeah. Yeah, they killed people. It was, yes. It was unbelievable what went on. Yeah, the um, the inter- every time I go by there, I always think people who don't know that this museum exists, they need to find out and come see it. it it's not real big, but it's uh, there. It takes a while to get through it. It does. Two we floors. have people that come and maybe spend two to three hours there, and you know that they're looking at all the research that you've done. They're reading the labels on everything. Everything that comes in has to be cleaned, has to be labeled. You have to explain what it's used for, um, or it's just a bunch of stuff. Right, and it's organized real well, I think. But we've been speaking with Paula Stover. She's the director of the Overton County Museum there in Livingston. It's not far from the square. We'll be right back. 
I'm Glenn Jones, your host on The Chat, and we've been speaking with Paula Stover. She's the director of the Overton County Museum in Livingston, and we've been discussing several things, but she's an author of books. That's real important for a museum director to know how to do that and and try to, you know, record as much history as possible. Can you tell us about the books and other things that you've recorded for history? I've done some family histories, uh, church and cemetery histories. Uh, we've got a lot of good books that have, people have done, and they give us the rights to publish the books, and that's how we earn our, that's how we make our living up there because we're not county-supported, we're not city-supported. So the county, we're the just city, volunteers. they no. don't, they don't, no, oh, that's, I didn't know we're that. All, we're all volunteers. Well, that, uh, that should be something to be proud of that this group has got that good of a museum. So you sell the books there. Yes, we do. We've, we've got, we've got a great variety of books on Overton County history of all kinds, churches, communities, families. Um, my sister and me uh, did one several years ago, five years ago, I guess, on Rick Munn. History of Rickman and Rickman School. It's a huge book. It's like three hundred and fifty plus pages, I guess. And it it has really sold. We've sold a lot of those books. So these these are great Christmas presents or they birthday are presents. Great presents. So anyone who knows someone that likes history, this would be a great place to go just to purchase these books for a gift. Yes. So you did a Revolutionary War book. You yes. Did how many books do you think that you personally were involved in? I've done it 10 to 12 at least, I guess, of different ones. Well, that's that's, a, that's actually really... The, a, the biggest and the best ones is the Rickman history and the Revolutionary War books. Is Rickman a city limits now, or is it was, it was and then it wasn't? Is it now? That's what I call my hometown. That's where we had a high school. Uh, my dad was a teacher there. He was a chemistry biology teacher there. And both my parents graduated from Rickman High School. My sister and me graduated from Rickman High School. Both my children graduated from Rickman High School. So you lived in the Rickman area, apparently. I live about three miles out. I'll, I don't know how many years ago I know how to do pictures, and whoever's in charge of the old Rickman High School brought them to me, and I fixed mm-hmm. the old pictures. and. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're all displayed inside the school. They are. They're all hanging inside the school. The school, the school at Rickman burned in 1950. I think in July 1950. I was just about to start first grade, and I started first grade down in the Methodist Church. They had to until they got the new school built. Uh, but the people in the in the town of Rickman, they were just right down the hill from the school. They rushed into the school and started yanking those pictures off the wall. All the graduating classes were in there. Few of them were lost. We have found them all, and they're all there on display. That's That's got to be amazing. I've never seen all of them, but i just seen the ones they brought for me to work on. When does uh, the oldest one that survived the fire? 1931. So 1931. Mm-hmm. That it, was the first graduating class, four-year graduating class. Is it still a high school? No, no, it uh, it merged with uh, uh, Livingston Academy in 1985 was the last year that had graduates at Rickman. So now it's just an elementary school. It is, K through 8. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat. We've been speaking with Paula Stover, 
Overton County Museum Director in Livingston, and we'd like to know something about a famous person named Mike McCauley. What, what do you know about him? Mike grew up in Livingston. Uh, he, When he was eight, his sister was seven, I think. Their dad was killed by a drunk driver. They were living in San Diego, California, but his parents were from here, so his mom he says the next thing he knew that he'd lost his dad and he was had moved to Livingston and he was very unhappy. But he says that's the best 10 years he spent of his life. He still calls Livingston home and he spends his summers here. He's on a houseboat on Dale Hollow Lake, but he lives in Florida now. But uh, we have a lot of his things. He was the uh, commander of the space shuttle Atlantis in 1989. And we have a lot of his, we have one of his outfits that he wore when he was in space and a lot of his things. He he brings us stuff all the time. He visits us a lot. So he went to um, Livingston Academy he then. Did. Did, you, did, you, there. did you know him personally? A little bit. I knew his sister better than I did him. My husband went to school with both of them. Of course, I went to school at Rickman. He was at Livingston Academy, but I did know him. Well, he's a famous person. A lot of people know him. Yes. A lot of people wonder about the railroad. What's the deal with the railroad? I think the railroad, opened. it was a spur line. It only went to Livingston, then turned around and came back. It came from all good up. It was supposed to extend on to Kentucky and so on, but it never, never did. It never got past Livingston. I think it opened in eight. 1898, and it closed in 1933, I think. I've seen pictures of it. You all have pictures at the yes, museum. Yes, we do. So if you're interested in rail, old railroading, you need to go see the museum just on that. They have all kind with the coal mines and all of the, mm-hmm. those things. There's lots to do at the Overton County Museum li- uh, located in Livingston. Exactly where is it? So if 318 just, West Broad. It's right beside the community center. Next door. It's not far from the Dairy Queen. No, just up the hill. You go to the square and turn south. What is a person, when's when's it open where a person knows when they can go there to see it? We're open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 9 until 2. Uh, but if you want to contact us, we can arrange. We're always willing to go in for how would they contact you? Do you have a phone number that they might? We do. I usually give my personal phone number. Uh, but if you call on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday and talk to whoever's there, then they can set it up with us. And we do school tours. We're willing. To, we do scout tours. Seniors groups will get together and people from other museums. And I encourage everyone to go. If they like museums, you'll be surprised happily surprised when you go to the Overton County Museum in Livingston when you open the front door and walk in the people are nice and there's there's brochures there's books there's everything in there we do we have a we have one uh one room that's dedicated to the old schools in the county uh, since there was no public transportation in pioneer time early days up till the 30s really 20s and 30s, 1920s and 30s, uh, you had to have a school within walking distance of every child. So there was a school about every three miles. At one time, there were about 134 schools in Overton County. That's amazing. It is. And we try to showcase those school pictures. Well, 
We sure appreciate talking to you. Paula Stover, the director of the Overton County Museum there in Livingston. Thank you so much for being on the chat. Thank you.